Welcome to The Greatest Day Podcast. My name is Craig Smith, your host and the creator of The Greatest Day Mindset. This podcast is all about helping you gain the tools and the insights you need to shift your focus in life and begin living each day to the fullest. The Greatest Day Mindset is a lifestyle. It's a way of living each and every day with a positive attitude. It's choosing to be happy and live life with energy, no matter your current situation or circumstances in life. Today truly is the only day you and I have to live, shape, and create who it is we want to become. So choose to make today the greatest day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Day Podcast. We are talking about worry, stress, anxiety, how many people are already feeling it just because I said those words? You felt your stress and uh, and worry kick in. I put up a sticker box question on my Instagram this last last few days in preparation for today's podcast. And I asked people, like, what are you struggling with? What are the things that you are currently dealing with and help guide and push me into the direction to give you something that can benefit you, that you can put into your life for good use. And most of the responses were centered around, now the the words weren't these, but they were centered around anxiety. And that's normal. It's more normal than not because 4 million people in the U.S. suffer from some type of anxiety disorder. And that, those are the, just the ones that are reporting it. <clears throat> now, we all have stress and we all have anxiety and worry and overthinking. You know, I, that's just part of who we are. It's kind of part of our programming. Um, is part of just the way our minds operate and keep us safe and keep us protected. I talked about this on a recent episode. So I put this question up. What are you currently struggling with? And... The answers varied from things like work-related stuff, um, patience was just a one-word answer with a couple explanations, patience, somebody learning and leaning into staying at home versus working, being a staying-at-home mom, and the uh, probably the, a lot of overthinking that comes with that. Um, self-worth, self-esteem, anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. So lots of worrying, overthinking, um, anxiety, and, and then some other comments that were just about, you know, trying to just be more happy with life. And again, it comes back to the base and the root of anxiety. So I'm going to talk about worry and overthinking and anxiety and and how we can battle this how we can get the upper hand with this this pattern of thinking and feeling inside of us cuz here's the thing it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon nor do we necessarily need it to but we're going to get there so let's just talk about worry <clears throat> and um one of my heavy influencers in life is Jim Rohn so if any of you know Jim of Jim Rohn, his his uh, just the way he presented, he spoke, 
you'll probably hear a lot of it in here because uh, the man was just a master of of words and the way he communicated and and connected with people. And I'm hoping to do the same. So um, as we and there's a lot of little one liners from him in this. So rather than uh, over and over me say as Jim Rohn said, trust me, there's a lot of him in this because I just love the way he presented about some of these topics. Um, so let's start with one of one of the ways he put worry, and I loved it. And he said, worry is fear painting pictures in your mind. And if you watch that mental movie too long, you get a false picture of how things really are. <clears throat> I think it's a wonderful place to start. Worry is fear painting pictures in your mind. You guys, we got to change the channel. We got to change the channel of what we're, we are allowing in our minds. Okay. Worry and anxiety. They give, they give us this filtered facts of our own lives. It, the worry and anxiety, they don't, it doesn't give us the total information. It doesn't give us the, the big picture with all the details. Now it's filtering it. It's filtering it. It's giving us only small pieces and bits of the of the story. And you know what pieces it's giving it giving us is all the, you know, the alternate endings that are, are bad. They go poorly. They they're not favorable. We've got three options that could happen in this any given situation. Yeah, I promise you your worry and anxiety kicks in. It's giving you the one that ends with your you dying. It's the it gives you the one that ends with, you know, your spouse losing their job and and you guys not being able to make ends meet. Like it that's what anxiety is going to give you. It's giving you that one. It doesn't give you the one where, you know, the hopeful and and probably more realistic outcome of we're going to be okay. Things work out. They always have. So we got, first we got to recognize <clears throat> that this is part of our lives. This is part of our thinking patterns, right? For the stay at home, um, the, the, the struggling mental staying at home mom. I don't mean that you're struggling mental. I just mean that struggle of deciding stay at home or not stay at home. Um, that's, that's what's happening in your mind, in the mind is, is just comparing, um, the outcomes and anxiety is only giving you the side that says, well, I don't know what it's saying, but I can guess is that it's saying that your worth is tied up in your ability to produce and bring home money and be a productive member of society and um, that as a woman who has worked before, that's your new standard and that's your value. You should be doing that. So I don't know if these are your actual thoughts, but that's that's probably somewhere around there when someone else listening would um, would relate with that. But it's not that's not how it is, because you being at home. You already know the benefits you already know the benefits and the blessings of being more present with your kids during these times, during these ages, during the events and the happenings of their world. So that 
you're not getting that movie picture painted in your mind. That's not what anxiety is there to do for you. But once you, once we recognize, so that's just one set scenario, right? But once we recognize that this is part of our lives and we call it out in all the ways we can start to see the overthinking and the worrying, once we can call it out as much as you can find it, call it out we'd start to take some power away from it. Cause then we get to do the second, the second thing here. So first let's call it out. And if you keep a running tally <clears throat> in your phone or in your journal, all the ways you overthink, worry, stress, have anxiety. I know you'll probably fill a book up if you're like a lot of us. Um, but if you can do that, you can begin to call them out exactly how they are. Then the second thing we get to do is decide that I no longer want to have this. I no longer want to, for this to be part of my life. I, I realize, I promise you guys, I realize it's not, <clears throat> that's not the solution that doesn't take it away, but it's part of it. It's part of it. Deciding that I no longer want to live like this. And I no longer want to have this kind of thinking patterns about these specific things. That's a step. Declare it, declare it to yourself, declare it to your soul, in your mind, declare it, declare it to the world, your higher power, like call this thing out. I don't want this anymore. I don't want to think this way anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. Make your declarations clear. I no longer want to be controlled by worry and stress. I no longer want my energy and mental capacity to be overtaken by these false tricks in my mind. Um, and here's a, here's a, here's a Jim Rohn moment. I've had it. He says, I've had it. Declare it to the world. I've had it. One of the, one of the ways people get pushed into change is they decide they've just reached the end, not necessarily the end of life. Although sometimes that's a thought, right? That I'd rather not live if this is how I have to live. But you guys, we've got more hope than that. We've got more, there's better things ahead <clears throat> than, than leaving this earth. And so we declare, I've had it. I'm, I'm not living like this anymore. I've had it with the presentation of a one-sided story that my mind presents to me. No more. No more. I'm going to slow my mind down. I'm going to declare these things out loud. And I'm going to begin to look at all sides of this story. I'm going to look at all sides of the story. Yes, I'm worried and stressed about this new job. or, or whatever, But let me, let me think about the possibility that could be on the bright side, the good side of things. And so no more one-sided stories. We're declaring it. I've had it with this presentation of one-sided stories. Now I said it before and look, there's over 4 million of us just in the U S we can have fear and worry and stress and really what it's all called. Those are just other words for anxiety. We can have it. We can have anxiety and we don't have to let it dictate our response. You don't have to let anxiety dictate the way you respond to anxiety, to these thoughts and these feelings in your mind. You can use them. You can use these feelings and these moments to push you into learning, to push you into like self-exploration. I had a client here in Utah. Um, not only did we have the virus all last year, shutting everything down. But shortly after like the big shutdown happened, 
excuse me, <clears throat> the big shutdown happened here in Utah. We had we had an earthquake, the first for many people. They've never experienced an earthquake, and we had one. And I remember it. I remember feeling like I was on some like rowboat, like, like it rocking me out of my bed. Like this wave just come through our room and just it, it was crazy. But I had a client who has anxiety about, I mean, everything, everything. And this only added to it, right? This only added to the, the stress and the worry already present in the world, politics and health scares and her job and all these things. And then the earthquake happened and it, it totally just intensified the sense of worry and anxiety. So this is what we did. And it wore, it was amazing how much it helped. And this is what I'm asking you guys to do. So first we recognized it, right? Like we just, we just call it out all the time. Like, oh, okay, well, add, add dying in an earthquake to the list of things I now worry about every day of my life. All right. Well, should we, uh, is this the way we want to live? Of course not. This is not the way we want to live. But now that I know it and it's on the list, what can I do about it? And so what we did with that and now don't take this just as this um, example. Expand this philosophy to all these things you're thinking about. We took the earthquake, dying in an earthquake as a new anxiety. And we took that exact statement, dying in an earthquake. And I said, we spend the next week and just go research earthquakes in Utah and the likelihood, percentages, what would actually have to happen demographically, where do you live? Is that favorable? Is it not like go learn all you can about earthquake, the, the big one, you know, here in Utah, we're waiting for the big one. Um, learn about it. And she did. She spent the next week, the next session we had, she said, I don't like earthquakes. They're, they're scary. I'm still feeling, and we were still feeling aftershocks at that point. She said, but honestly, I'm not, I'm not likely to die in an earthquake here in Utah. Like it's not, it's really, it's really not going to happen. The more research I did and I looked into the, the big fault line here. And although it runs kind of right down the center of my house and into my bedroom, <laughs> like she's really not in an ideal spot for the fault line in Utah. Um, even though the, all that's true, it's really, and she broke it down. Like she really went into like statistically speaking and, and she went into it and she's like, it's, I think about it, but I'm really not too concerned about or worried about me dying in an earthquake anymore. In a one week span, she, she switched from not sleeping bags packed at her front door, supplies ready to go rearranged her living room so that things would not fall in front of the door and trap her inside. Like she was, she was totally ready for the next one to be able to grab like dog food and pillows and bags of clothes. Like she was ready to, she went from that to just having this sense of uh, calm as a stretch. I wouldn't say she had a sense of calm, but just feeling more at ease and calm about um, I guess I will use the word calm, calmer that this is not a reality she's likely to face. And what it took was education. So you guys, 
empower yourselves through education. Know that we can have these feelings and stress and overthinking and anxiety in all these areas that you commented on that sticker box and all those things about being a stay-at-home mom and stress of work and and not being totally content with your marriage or your money or your your relationship with food. Like all this kind of stuff, it comes back down to the anxiety within us, the patterns of overthinking and the, these types of things. So I keep repeating myself, but I'm going to go back again. Recognize the, the ways that this is current or present in your life. Decide and declare that this is, this is no longer something you want to hold. Um, and then educate yourself. That's, that's ultimately like your, your biggest empowerment piece Yes, go to therapy. Yes, you, you know, if anxiety really is overtaking the way you, you live, uh, medications might be something that you look at. Psychotherapy um, is has been shown to be super beneficial for generalized anxiety disorder. Um, <clears throat> just to get in and, and kind of work out some of the cognitive patterns within. Um, but educate yourself. Now listen, you, we, and we always got to look our, to our past as our greatest um, evidence that we can do hard things. Listen, if you guys, if you, if you, like you, I'm not generalizing this statement. I'm talking to you specifically that, is, that you're listening to this right now. If you could survive all the events of your life up to this point, like you have, you've gotten through it. You've gotten through all of it. The year that cannot be named, we all made it through it. I mean, everyone didn't make it through it. I realize that. I know. But you did. You made it through it. Yeah, there's there was some hard things that happened last year. I mean, horrible things, right? Like like people lost family members. People lost jobs. They shut down businesses, on and on and on. You survived it, though. It may not have been pretty. We might be in a rough rough spot because of it, but you're here. You're listening on a phone or a, a computer or on, on some kind of device, like you're here, you survived it and you've survived many other events in your life. Now, listen, here's the thing. You've done all that survival with, without these great and amazing insights and tools in life. Without a lot of the self-education, personal development, like digging into this stuff. So if you could survive all these events in your life up to this point with some wrong tools and with some kind of ineffective mental practices, imagine what life is going to be like when you get some of these right things in place. When you get some of this greatest day mindset ingrained in, in your thought patterns, when you embrace the failures, you seek the failures of life because now you think differently about them. Just imagine what the rest of your life is going to be when we can write some of these wrong patterns within. It's going to be amazing, you guys. You've got to stay you've got to stay hopeful. You've got to stay positive and optimistic about this stuff. Not all the time. It's not always about being positive and happy. I had a conversation with um with a new follower, a new listener to the podcast. <clears throat> um if you're if you're listening to this one, then you know I'm talking about you. And welcome. Um, but we talked about it's not always about being positive all the time. That's not even it's not even a realistic thing or a desirable thing. Like, no, we don't need that. You imagine just sunny, 
bright, shining, sunny all the time, like nonstop, no rainy days, no cloudy, no nothing. We would lose our appreciation for those nice, warm, sunny days. And and we probably would lose the bright colors of all the flowers and trees because we need the rain for that stuff, right? So we got to embrace what, you know, air quotes, people label as the bad days or the bad moments. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Now think, if you can approach the rest of your life with some of these thought patterns, with some of these things now, just imagine how much better it's going to be. You survived all these hard things with with some ineffective tools and patterns. Now we're going to get some effective ones. And this is just the beginning. This isn't an all-encompassing episode. But we're going to get some of these new tools and tactics and, and, and mental practices. It's only getting better from here, you guys. So these feelings, they're always going to be around. Let's not be a person who just handles handles them in the moment. You survive them. Yes, there's moments of just surviving it and just handling your business and just getting through. But let's not be that. That's not that. Let's not let that be the way we operate and function in life. Don't be the person who just handles it. Let's use them to find a way to benefit from them. These stresses, these worries, this deep, you know, this anxiety within, <clears throat> let them, let these thought patterns, let these things, you know, that, that first step, recognizing it, writing it down, all these ways, let those be the teachers of life. Let them push you into a place of learning. Make something out of each opportunity. Let's not just survive this stuff. And we need to do it with with a bit of a sense of urgency too, you guys. Because all of this stuff, you know, anxiety, worry, stress, all these things, if we keep going backwards in the in the cycle, one of the things that's missing for a lot of people is confidence. And when confidence is lacking, worry, hopelessness, fear, anxiety, they're they're there. They're they're following pretty closely. Now, that's not to say that anybody with anxiety has a lack of confidence. That's not true. Um, Although there might be a component of lacking some confidence in that area that you have anxiety in. So let's build our confidence up. That's what this education thing's about. That's what personal development's about. That's why you're here pushing play once again on this uh, episode is there's some kind of lacking you and you feel like something I'm about to say might help. Well, I hope it did. I hope this wasn't a complete waste of, of half an hour of your life. So let's have some urgency about our own personal development. Let's have a sense of like, it's go time. Like we've got to, we've got to gain the tools. Personal development leads to more confidence, more confidence. Um, will confidence is, when there's more confidence, anxiety, stress, worry, all those things, they just get weaker. They go, they start going, um, softer, quieter. They don't operate as loudly in our lives when we're, when our confidence is up. So you keep coming back here. You keep pushing play. I think I could go into another, probably an even deeper place of what's happening in your mind and your body with anxiety. Um, but I can tell you this, and maybe I will. Maybe we'll follow up with this later in the week. We'll we'll break suit of my Monday, Friday, and we'll drop. Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. So let's just call this thing part one. 
you come back for part two and I'm going to dive deeper into what is happening in your mind and your body with anxiety. And then what can you do about it? There's, there's a, a lot of you have probably got this video sent to you from me of just the reframe of anxiety in the mind and, and how we perceive it, but we'll leave it. We'll leave it there for the next one. You guys keep digging in, keep diving into this, these tough moments, these tough things. Um, cause when you gain this, the skills and the tools and the personal insight and you keep growing as an individual, they're not as scary as you thought they were. I know, you know, that I know there are things in your life that aren't as big or as scary or as bad as you thought they were because you gain the tools and new insights. And, and so whatever that thing is right now you're going with, it's the same. It's the same. Build your confidence, build the skills up, get some new ways of thinking about it. And, and then you conquer and you, and you begin to win more battles than the ones you lose. And then we get closer to living each day as the greatest day. That's what it's about. We're just going to embrace these things. So thank you for being here. Enjoy, be safe on this holiday and uh, stay present and do something, do something good for yourself today. Ask yourself, ask yourself, what is it that I need today? What do I need today to feel more relaxed, to feel more confident? What do I need to feel just that I am taking care of myself a little bit better? And then go do that thing, you guys. Go do that thing because you deserve it. You're worth it. You're worth it. You are. Your worth is not wrapped up in in anything else except that you are here and you exist and um, and you're striving to become better. That There's where your worth is at. I hope you feel it. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Greatest Day podcast. Hopefully the information given today will help each of you as you continue to improve your life, stay present, and make each day better than the last. As always, please take a minute and share this episode or this podcast with someone that you think would benefit and hit that subscribe button. Leave a review and let's continue to spread the greatest day mindset to as many people as we can. I appreciate each of you once again. We'll see you on the next episode. And as always, make today the greatest day of your life.